1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
0: There's other things that we like to talk about on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, like, for example, it's award season. The Oscars are coming up. And uh, there's yet another dust up.
1: Yeah, and you know... um, I think we've had this conversation before, but I think we're going to have to have this conversation again, which is not the first time we've said that about a story we talk about on The Colleen and Bradley Show. And I imagine that ultimately the outcome is probably going to be very similar. I can tell you what that means, but okay, sure, let's have this conversation. The conversation I'm talking about deals with the Academy Awards, specifically the telecast of the Academy Awards. And I read this piece over at the uh, LA Times and... Even though I think you have to have a subscription, this is not behind a paywall, this particular article. Um, oh, it's and
0: that important.
1: It's that important. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it all revolves around removing certain awards from being presented live on the telecast and doing some post-production or some during production, whatever you, however you want to describe it, essentially doing some quick, uh, well, actually, it's post-production. So they're going to give some of these awards before the telecast, edit a package, and intersperse them through the live telecast, which means that some of the awards that would have been given out live in the past will just be presented during the telecast recorded. That has, you know, that's, that's sort of the easy Way to present this
0: so just to be clear, they're not not giving the awards away they're just not showing it during the telecast,
1: correct, according to the plan, uh winners' acceptance speeches for eight affected categories, things like film editing makeup, hairstyling, original score, I could go on, will be edited to highlight their most emotional moments with the clips that then are incorporated into the live broadcast so. We've heard that before. That's why I said we've had this conversation before because this happened, I think, back in 2019 Mm -hmm. or was going to. And then it was scrapped at the last minute, which is why I say this is probably where we're headed again, because today or again this week, we've now heard from and that's why we're talking about it today. Over 70 people, big wigs, movers and shakers inside the Hollywood uh, establishment who are not happy with the Academy Awards approach. Uh, in this particular case, they don't want these categories to not be presented live because, quote, they believe that to relegate some nominees uh, in this way would relegate them to the status of second-class citizens. So that was addressed to the Academy President David Rubin by over seventy individuals, many of them Oscar winners, people like James Catherine or James Catherine, James Cameron, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. John Williams, who, by the way, I didn't know this, has gotten, like, the most Oscar nominations of anyone with, like, 52. Um, Anyway, so a letter with a bunch of very important, prominent people in Hollywood saying, hold on, Academy, we don't want this because we feel this will relegate those winners to a sort of second tier of awards winning.
0: Okay, so I... I Listen, I don't want to take anybody's voice, and so I just want to start by saying, "You've been heard. Thank you." Um, not you, Bradley. All the people that <laughs> signed that. But, I was like, "God, wow, that's harsh." But, but the thanks for we, sharing
1: your voice. Now let me doo doo <laughs> all over it. <laughs> no.
0: but honestly, this is um, what is frustrating about this is I think that in the argument they're making it about something that it's not about, meaning. There are two very specific conversations happening. There is the Oscars as they are awarded. Mm -hmm. And then there's the problem of the telecast, Mm -hmm. which has been a ratings uh, failure uh, for many years. And they've been trying to fix that problem. The telecast is about what the people want to see. It's still, in Hollywood, they are still able to uphold each other and celebrate each other in whatever way they see um, fit, in whatever way that they have been all this time. This is not even deleting these awards from the telecast. It is a way of shortening the awards up to, to help maintain and keep viewership. And so a little bit, I feel like I understand why they feel very, They have ownership over this. And yet at the same time, I wonder if they don't realize how much they would be shooting themselves in the foot to not allow this to go forward as an experiment.
1: Well, when we were talking about this before the show, the thing that comes to mind is like, it seems like, and I don't know if this is the correct framing, but the framing that uh, or the the choice that seems to uh, make the most sense is, would you rather have a comprehensive... Telecast that very few people, if any, will watch, or a more streamlined telecast that more people will watch. I think those are the arguments that are being made by people like Academy Chief Executive Don Hudson, who's defended the move, saying that all honorees will be treated with respect. Quote, I can't imagine that we're not going to deliver the Oscar experience that both the nominees and audience have been wanting and are dreaming about. We feel really good about this plan. Meaning they're they're trying to have a balancing act, right?
0: Yes. And I
1: get that balancing act. From an audience standpoint, obviously I'm going to fight for the audience because how many times have we sat on a couch and said to ourselves or to social media, because remember we used to do that on a regular basis or yeah. a live stream on my talk 1071com or our Facebook page. We go way back with the Academy Awards. We really and, do. And just from the audience perspective, how many times do we sit on that couch and go, you know, um... I think we could make this more streamlined. I think we could make this a tighter, shorter, more condensed experience and still do justice to the industry that makes us smile and laugh and cry. But that's where I come at it from. So I am not – I understand why people like James Cameron want to stand on the side of all of the people that work for James Cameron because he has a role to play to defend the – you know, the sort of honor, integrity, and prestige of those individuals because they make his movies. So I understand where he's coming from, but ultimately we live in the world we live in and Mm -hmm. you can't, you're never going to have a perfect telecast that totally gives everybody what they're due. And In fact, I would argue that some of the emphasis we place on who gets the most attention during award season is probably already unbalanced, right? Like There's sort of a hierarchy of awards, and that's, that's fraught with all sorts of, you know, problematic things.
0: Yes, and again, in order to maintain the relevance of the Academy Awards, you do need, on some level, to appease the audience in some way. And so it is, you know, it's important for them to be making the choices they're making and thinking about things in the way that they're thinking about them in order to maintain the relevance of the telecast. And that's not going to taste right to some people and that's okay. But, and, and I want, I don't want to take their voice away, but also I think ours is louder.
1: (laughs) Meaning the audience. But my question then is like the audience is a big thing. Um, and, and audience numbers have continued to decline despite the changes that the Academy has tried to make. So where does that leave us? Meaning, um, again, is that a false choice that I presented that you either have a really long telecast that the audience considers boring and no one watches? Or do you have a concise, like, is it possible that you can have a, you know, concise, tight, well edited broadcast that people actually will love? I don't know that that's even possible.
0: Yeah, but they can't know unless they try. And That's so true. I think I think you're right that that is, that is what they're up against, and they have to try it, and people aren't going to like it. But at the end of the day, in order for the Academy Awards to continue with the amount of clout they have, they have to make the viewing audience at home uh, happy.
1: Also, do you think know, they worried win. about this? Holly, do you think they worried about this in 1900 and whatever when this first started and it was really just an inside you know thing well
0: i don't think they worried about it because there wasn't much else to watch on tv <laughs> right <laughs> i mean, sure. it was kind of like right. well, you're gonna sit it wasn't down, even
1: broadcast on tv in the beginning
0: yeah it, it was it, there
1: was no tv
0: exactly they think the the oscars telecast has a problem of it wants to be a broadcast when increasingly the oscars and the academy awards are a niche experience mm-hmm. and that's mm. the problem that they have to solve it's a good point when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the problem we need to solve is uh, where's all that dirt in Hollywood? Holly's going to bring it to us and we'll judge it after this on my talk 1071.